So I got a I got a very interesting piece of news in the past like month. Okay. On November the eighth, mm-hmm. the uh, U.S. and Mexico border will reopen. Like it's official. Yes. On November the fourteenth, mm-hmm. I have a bus ticket. Fourteenth. The fourteenth. It's on okay. Monday. Okay. It's official. I'm coming to visit. Hell yes. Like it's official. It's on paper. I have the ticket. I have, I, I got the days off from work. Uh, the, 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 the WHO, the OMS, uh, the Mexican government, the U S government, uh, has approved, uh, non-essential trips, which basically means everyone that didn't have a reason to travel can now travel. Uh, until the eighth, they're going to require me take a, take a, um, a what's it called a uh, COVID test, a test beforehand, and to end to show the uh, my, my my two shot uh, confirmation thingy, mm-hmm. which it's it's not a card, it's like a little little piece of paper, or mm-hmm. I can just show it through my phone. But it's official. I'm coming. We can hang out. I'm going to see some friends, miss some family, and we're going to see each other, man. So. Dude. It's official. Are you okay? So wait, are you gonna be here the whole week or how long exactly? I'll be there from Monday to Sunday. Okay, good. All right. So I need you. I'm I'm gonna try to get at least one, maybe two days off, whatever I can get off. So we can yeah. hang out. Sure. And we'll, and we'll we'll go eat, we'll fucking watch a movie. Holy shit, we can do an actual, we can do a review together live. We can do an actual like <laughs> in the same room episode, <laughs> which we haven't done since like 2017. Jeez. And but yeah, man, it's official. No, it's, I think it's, it's been, been more than that. Really? Yeah, because okay, you when did you have to go back? Well, what, what year was it? 2018. 2017. Was that the last time we did an, an FBA review? Was I think it? so, yeah. I think so. Fuck. We at least did like a top, a top 10. 10. Or something. Yeah. January of 2017, we did a top 10. That was the yeah. last time. That was the last time. Yeah. Oh shit. So and I haven't seen you since your wedding, which was in 2019. Yes. No, didn't you come yeah. and visit in between then? I think that I think it came before. And no, uh, that's you're right. Because after the yeah. wedding, I lived with Nikki's parents for a month. We moved. And then in Kingsville, I never saw you. And then lockdown happened with COVID. Yeah. Holy shit. So we haven't seen each other since my wedding. What the? Yeah. Has it been that long? Jesus. It has been that long. It's like a year and a half, I think. No, two and a half years. We need to already celebrate. Two and a half years. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah. Two and a half years. Um, we need to yeah, it's beer. happening. <laughs> We're going to get fucked up. Oh, God. Um, I've been drunk yeah, once a- in my life for you. I'll make it twice. <laughs> but um, yeah, I need to tell you. It's official. It's on paper. Unless something happens, which not going to, um, we're gonna hang out in two weeks. Yeah, Chama's gonna come and visit in two weeks. She says that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, it's official. It's uh, it's the nightmare is not over, but Good this question. is a really cool thing. Yeah. What do you like to eat? What's your favorite home cooked meal? Oh God! Don't ask me that. <laughs> no, uh, no, nah, man. Like I- I'll be there. I'll help. I'll, I'll you know. No, 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 no. Make we, a day we, of it. We know? make really good Nikki's 
hand to God, I don't know how, but somehow it's like the best thing ever. Grilled, not grilled, I'm sorry. Uh, chicken fried chicken, right? Like, like chicken fried chicken. Chicken, chicken. fried chicken. Like you fried it with chicken? Yeah, no, 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 chicken fried. So it's like chicken, like covered in batter or whatever, right? Like chicken fried, sure. chicken, chicken, right? So, but she makes so it with apple chicken. sauce. Okay. And it comes out super fucking crispy. Like that golden crisp. I, I think that's the KFC uh, secret recipe. Shit, she cracked it. I think she did. It's super. <laughs> do you want that? Do you want fucking homemade steaks? I'll, I'll buy steak. Like, what do you want, man? We're going to have dinner. Man, I'll be happy with just like hanging out with y'all, honestly. But, you know. Yeah, but you're getting here as welcome. <laughs> I cannot wait. But I yeah, I needed to tell you that like as soon as possible. Like I, I I've known that it's, it's been it's gonna reopen since like last month, but I didn't like finalize everything with like work and with uh and with like getting a bus and, and and everything. So, but it's official now, so it's all good, and we're ready. I'm I'm taking off from vacation on like the Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be off like that weekend, and then uh, Monday, like that's that's when I go. When do you arrive? What time on Monday? Uh, like six or seven a.m. Yeah, p.m. p.m. on a Monday night. Okay, so not Monday night then. Yeah, because I assume you're gonna be fucking exhausted. So probably nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna get to the bus station and like I'm gonna walk out. Like the first thing I do is like, where's the closest water burger? Like I need it. Like I will fucking be fucking there. here, please. I um, will fucking be there. I shit you not. I will take you for your first water burger. If that's what you really want, we'll go get a water burger. Man, I just I'm just really excited to like because like there's friends that I haven't seen in like two years. Like uh the, 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 there's friends that I've seen that have come visited mm-hmm. because they've been able to, but I haven't I, I haven't been able to like do the trip. So mm-hmm. I guess now everyone knows my travel plans, but yeah, but yeah, I wanted you to know. So Dude. it's official, man. Folks, you can't see it right now. You can't. Like, I'm sorry, this is a this is a piss poor job for a podcast, but like my smile, my grin is ear to ear. Like, y- y'all don't get it. Like, we <laughs> for, from being friends that saw each other like daily, pretty much daily at, at college to like yeah. you know, and I and I love doing this podcast with you like virtually. Like, like, you know, we always have a great time, but like yeah, to see you in person again, holy shit, dude. <laughs> we're gonna see this is what's gonna happen. Like, we're gonna we're gonna be in the same room. We're gonna disagree on something, and like all the niceness is gonna go away. We're, we're gonna go just fucking at it. Like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I can see it happening. <laughs> like well, so we can start cussing each other out right now. Let's do this. Yeah, Let's like go. I answer you. <laughs> we can play Smash. Nick, you'll kick your ass. Yeah. You'll be like you're yeah. cheating, and I'll be like probably, but fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, it's official. Like, well, the the rollback is reuniting, and uh, yeah, it's official. That's fucking awesome, man. I cannot wait. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, God. I'm going to get drunk for the second time in my life. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We'll get an Uber or Lyft or something. It's all right. I'll I'll, I'll take care of you. Oh, shouldn't just, I be the one taking care of you? You're the one coming. I mean, I mean, what's the worst thing that could, that could happen to me? I mean, I went to college. I graduated. So, like, everything's cool. I got I got my ass kicked there, you know. I I did my waiting 12, 12 years of it in Azkaban. Oh my god, dude, you can see the university. It's 
so it's weird it's like a ghost town the last time that i walked by that campus it had been like a year after i graduated i think and it felt like walking through a ghost town and then halfway through realizing i was the ghost and uh, that's haunting i know well i am i am uh i am a slump boy <laughs> it's kind of on my wheelhouse oh my god all right uh-huh. That's All right, let's talk about this fucking movie. All right, let's. (laughs) Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm John. Yeah, my name is John. And this is the rollback. This is the rollback. That's a very... I, I, I don't say this often, but the poster to this movie is sexy. Um, based on the design. I'm not being a perp. All right. When the past lets you in, the truth will come out. A young girl passionate about fashion design is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it seems. And time seems to be falling apart with shady consequences. So Edgar Wright, fantastic movie director, has one of the best careers, I think, ever. Like Because like all of his movies are hits. Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuss, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Baby Driver, The World's End, and now Last Night in Soho, which is his first dip into kind of a horror, kind of a mystery, kind of a noir, and it teams up two of the most talented young actresses of our time, Anna Taylor-Joy, who's had this string of hits in the past few years, and Thomas e. McKinsey, who is fresh off her great performance in Jojo Rabbit. And this is Last Night in Soho. This was one of my most anticipated movies of the year, and I can't wait to talk about it. What did you think? Um, God, I, I don't think it's fair what I thought. Um. So let's no no okay so let's start from the top right sure. Edgar Wright um incredible director I wish I could have seen what he would have done with Atman the yeah. the Cornello trilogy is that what's called the Cornello yeah Cornello? yeah the Cornello trilogy yeah yeah so th- that trilogy fucking fantastic um Baby Driver was incredible I never noticed this but his taste in music is always on point Baby Driver showed me yeah but this movie is uh, soundtrack incredible impeccable no yeah. I can't I can't just the soundtrack I'm gonna start there. Um, this movie though, the trailer, God, I don't know if it's mean to say, but I think the trailer may have been better than the movie because I had different expectations okay. going into the film. Right. What, what, what were your expectations? And I'll tell you mine. I skipped the trailers. You, I, you brilliant son of a bitch. I pers- I purposely did not watch the trailers. I legitimately, I legitimately only saw the posters. I just saw Edgar Wright's name. I just saw the two main actresses. I knew Matt Smith was going to be in it. And that that's all I knew before coming in. And I think that helped. Because the movie being a mystery, I think it helps to, to the vibe. Like, if you come in blind, I think it's way better. Now, I th- I'm assuming you came in knowing a little bit, a little it, bit into it. No, so um, when I went yeah. into it, I went in, okay, so there's two kinds of murder mystery movies, right? Mm-hmm. There's the ones that you experience, like Seven, for example. You could never figure out who the killer was, right? Like, like you were never going to. It was always about the journey. 
<laughs> and then there's on the other side of murder mysteries, uh, murder on the Orient Express, where like you can the clues are there, and if you put them together, you could figure out who the killer was. Even knives out, like you in theory, you could have figured out who the killer was beforehand, right? I thought this movie was going to be like Knives Out and The Murder on the Orient Express rather than Seven. So that was one problem I had. I was anticipating a whodunit, and it wasn't. And that left me a little disappointed. And then also, in retrospect, thinking about what the plot could have been, left me maybe a little more wanting. Like, me and Nikki discussed it. Like, what this movie could have been versus what we got. And what we got isn't bad, but, like, what could have been is so much better I, I don't and it's not fair and i know that's not a fair criticism that's what i was about to say like that's not fair yeah it's not yeah. fair but that's the fucking problem like I, I i i was hoping and i was expecting for this like murder mystery of like oh shit are we gonna get to like who did it who did it or when or how are they gonna catch him or what's gonna happen but it wasn't that and that left me a little disappointed because and then again that's not fair because the product that we did get was admittedly really good I just thought I was going to get this, not this. It's like getting, I was anticipating a steak for dinner, but I got salmon. The salmon's fucking delicious. But fuck, I was looking forward to that steak. Well, yeah, if you come, if you come at this movie with those kind of set expectations, it is gonna, it is gonna be set up for failure. So it is, I, I understand how, how you can get to that conclusion, but I don't, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stick with, with, uh, with what I said. I don't think that's fair to this movie. It's like, not. I am not going to judge this movie for what I want it to be. I'm going to judge it for what it is and what it is. I think it's bloody fantastic. I think this is a really cool modern uh, piece of uh, like light horror. It's, it's horror. It's horror, but it's horror light. Mm-hmm. And like, this is not a, uh, like a conjuring or, but it's also not like a, like a cheesy slasher. It, it manages to thread that needle of being like right in the middle and here's a point that I wanted to to, to bring up. I to, I went to see this movie and I took. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I took my sister and my cousin, mm-hmm. uh, my female, my young female cousin, and we, we we all all three we went to see the movie. And when we were walking out and we were talking, they were shocked and kind of scared by a couple of scenes. And that's when it kind of hit me. Yo, the movie watching experience for this movie is gonna be like hella different for men and women <laughs> i did not think about that i did because like i i was talking about it with them because i was thinking of, of like man the cinematography is great the soundtrack is awesome like the choreography is great the lights the shadowing like the shocks everything is great and, and they were like that man was terrifying <laughs> <laughs> like, like matt smith was fucking terrifying and and, and like some of those like some of the scenes were, were like they were just not they were very uncomfortable and, and i was like oh of course watching this movie as a woman is probably like completely different as when i was watching it yeah and that's what i wanted to bring up with nikki which is, you just said she was gonna be in the review i'm like so pass this on to her and then you know let, let me know what she says but yeah so I think that's another interesting point to like bring up to this movie. Like the experience is going to be different for everyone. So maybe to me, it wasn't as scary, but to a different audience, it's going to be scary in different ways, you know? Well, like this movie has uh, partially the the whole idea of like, you know, girl goes to the big city, it chews her up and spits her out. 
you know, yeah. she came to the city to become a big singer, to become a big star. Um, she had uh, these these anticipations, and she, in her defense, like uh, Sandy, has an incredible voice. You know, you think she's going to succeed in this big way, but life runs her over. Like she gets, unfortunately, you know, uh, her boyfriend uh, Matt Smith. What was his Jack? Jack yeah. is her manager, her boyfriend, but yeah. He's her pimp, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And he, like, does all these poor things to her, you know? Drugging her, making her feel like you need to do these things for me if you love me. Like, abusive. It's just, it's it's gnarly. It's bad. But also, it's uncomfortably true, I think. And I think it's still uncomfortably relevant. You know, I don't think it's... I cannot imagine that it's going to be rare for someone to watch this and think of someone that they know. Or they love, yeah, and you know, yeah, terrifying hell, experience, but bad. Hell, you don't even have to go to like the flash to like the the, the scenes in the sixties. the The first person that she interacts when she gets to London is that uh, cab driver. That's and, son of a bitch. Yeah, like that's not a conversation you want to have, like ever in your life. And like well, that's the way the city receives her. That's the way that she's like she's she welcome. Yeah. And it's it's very uncomfortable. Like she has to wait inside of a of a of like a convenience store to like wait for the guy to leave. Like it's so uncomfortable. And uh, the movie kind of carries that vibe throughout the entire movie. Like uh, like letting her know like oh this is what this is one of those kinds of stories. Well, like um, I remember I do remember watching with Nikki and she was like Borisita because like you know this kind yeah. of asshole cab driver's like oh are you gonna be a model? No no, no I'm a designer. Oh we got the legs for it. The yeah. fuck? like it's it's unnerving you know and it's annoying because also like there's i don't know like that what like what do you think is gonna fucking happen like hey yeah. you got some hot legs what do you want like no dumbass that's not how it fucking works yeah. also i appreciate you're old enough to be her dad like fuck off yeah i just it's it's the worst kind of uh attention i guess i don't mm-hmm. know it, it, it was unfortunate um yeah What's called when you so let's dive into so she's so she's overwhelmed in this new place. Um, yeah. I fucking hated that friend. What was her name? The, the, the class, roommate, Laura. Laura, yeah, at least classmate Laura. Laura. I believe her name was Laura. The roommate, yeah, the one that was like, oh, you know, like when when Ellie says my mom, you know, c- committed suicide, and she's like, I had an uncle commit suicide too. Yeah, the roommate. Yeah, yeah I believe that was Laura. Um, yeah, I kind of wish she had stabbed her with the scissors. She she has like uh she has this weird thing where like if she was my roommate, I would hate her. But because she's not my roommate, I found her kind of like delightfully annoying, <laughs> like in a fun way, like in a mean girl kind of way. Like she's a good like a quasi villain, and I think that some of the lies that she said are, were pretty funny, even though they were really mean. Uh, I, and I also found it kind of funny that, that like they have that scene where like she almost stabs her, and then at the end, like after everything, and like she has like this this fashion show, they just look at each other like, ah, you're cool. Like you just tried to stab you're you. fine, you're fine. <laughs> like she tried to stab you, but like yeah, we're gonna just like uh, movie's over. Like, let, but let, did she succeed? But did she yeah. succeed? No, she didn't. So it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, 
right off the bat, you could tell the movie is like by Edgar Wright because the way like the, the cuts and the shots and the, how everything synced up to the music and like hell, even the scene where like she's she falls asleep in like the the common room while everyone's like partying, like. I really like seeing those kinds of shots and seeing it on a big screen was great. I'm so glad I got to see this, see this in a theater because um, the movie really lent, lends itself to like that, that kind of experience. Um, so I really like that. Um, I mean, it, it's beautiful. Like genuinely, this is one of those movies. Um, it's a really good looking movie. Yeah, it, it is though. Like, and it makes 1960s London shit. I wanted to fucking be there. Probably not very long, but I would have wanted to have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice who? Uh, so when when she first like wakes up as Sandy and she's walking into the club and there's a there's a man that like comes to her and is like, oh, let me take your jacket and like hangs over. Did you saw who that guy was? He uh, he was one of the twin, one of the Weasley twins. Was he? Yeah. Shit, I did not see that at all. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> like, huh. I don't know which one, but w- one of them was like, he, he like comes in and is like, oh, let me take your jacket. And, and I was like, that's fucking, I, I was like Leo and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, what was that fucking in the, the Hollywood movie where he just goes like, yup, that's, 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 that's yeah. <laughs> that's Fred or George. Like, yeah, I was like, that's Fred and or George. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was great. I love how they kept that that effect of like every time that she would appear in a mirror. Yeah, it would switched. be Ellie. Yeah, I I really like how they did how they did that. Yeah, you know, I was only able, and I'm noticing this more and more now that that I'm editing video more often. That I only caught one. No, not only that. Oh fuck yeah, it's hard. But <laughs> I did see one cut. I was able to catch one cut where it was uneven. Where they were switching between them dancing, you know how how uh, Jack dances with both Ellie and Sandy. Oh yeah, yeah. like when they, but they're going in and out, in and out. I'm like, fuck, this looks like incredibly hard to do with the film. But I managed to see one point where it was like uneven when they cut from one of them to the other. I'm like, I fucking saw that. I fucking saw you, you son of a bitch. We're, we're coming for you, Edgar. You're gonna lose your job. <laughs> I don't know what it is this movie, but you did a shitty job. <laughs> no, they, no they, they did a great no, job. No, no, this, this movie was amazing, a, no. This is a really good-looking movie, like, stupidly good-looking well, movie. Also, it sounds fucking incredible. Like, like that soundtrack yeah. for this film is... It's Edgar bumping. Wright, yeah. what's, this, what's the phrase? He always understands the assignment? He... he <laughs> yeah, he understands. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? Yeah, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> did, did, did I use it properly? No, you, you didn't use it properly, but, like... You're you're starting to like sound like a dad. Like what? Did, like well, how I sounded like a dad? No, it's because like you 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 could have simply said like oh he understands the assignment, but like no you you were like like he uh, he uh, he gets the assignment. Like uh, he he uh, <laughs> he excels at it. Like uh, sorry, my 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 new balance shoes are like I I I have to tie them up. Like they're they're just let yeah. me tell my converse here, kids. <laughs> let me let me tell my like, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, he, he understood the assignment. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, <laughs> God damn, I tried to I'm trying to speak in meme here. Okay, <laughs> the uh, kids in Tech Talk right now are like, who the fuck are these two grandpas? Like, oh <laughs> uh, God. Um, okay, yeah. so I want to talk about. Um, so there's been a lot of praise for the movie for the acting, justfully so. 
Yeah. Um, but some people have criticized the writing a little bit. What do you think about that? Like, do you think is that? I I saw a lot of people saying that the movie starts really well, and then it kind of gets stuck, and then it kind of like closes out, kind of okay. I disagree. I think maybe a little bit is the expectation, like you expect to see like a Baby Driver or a Scott Pilgrim or or, or something. Uh, Baby Driver received the same criticism that the ending kind of ran a little too long and it kind of didn't know what to do by the end. Um, I don't disagree. Like, I love Baby Driver, but I, I agree that, like, by the time the ending is rolling out, I'm like, come on, get on with it. Um, I kind of like what this movie was doing. Like, it was kind of, like, firm in, 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 in what it was trying to do. It kind of let, let the characters breathe. It's kind of both the most and least Edgar Wright movie <laughs> that Edgar Wright has ever done. Like, this is, I think, the only one that you could show to someone and, like, they'll think the editing or, or like, the the effects are sleek, but they won't be, like, blown away by something like a Baby Driver or a Scott Pilgrim or even a World Send. It doesn't have his, like, overarching, like, not comedy yeah. stamp, that's not right, but his this isn't his particular, his usual flavor, I guess. You're right, because he does yeah. dip into horror a little bit and mystery and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's good. I mean, the worst thing that this movie could do was be boring, and Edgar Wright is anything but. Um, but he uh, he also has a feat to, to like continue because like, um, Shaun of the Dead is like one of the most classic classic comedies of like the modern era. Hot Fuzz, I think, is one of the best f- comedy movies of all time. Um, Scott Pilgrim is like the probably the only video game movie that's ever worked. Uh, or like that understands how to work and baby driver is like an action masterpiece so these are all of his movies are like some of the best in its genre in their genres so if he's going to try a different genre you kind of have this you kind of have like this secret expectation in the back of your head that this is going to be one of the best ones and we got a good one Mm -hmm. not a top tier best of all time but a really good one, and a really—I I gotta say—a really original one. Like, how many movies have we seen this year that are not based on anything that are good? That's true. That's true. I yeah. don't remember. This is a really big original movie for a really big opening. When was the last time we had talked about it? That a movie recently that had like the biggest opening for an original property in forever. Like this year, I can think of like an original property. Fuck up. Uh... Uh, Go through our episodes. Ar- we'll find it. Uh, Army of the Dead, I guess, was original. Uh, not technically. It was based on all the zombie stuff that Romero did, didn't? Wasn't it? Yeah, but it's not based on like a property. I, I guess Luca. I guess something like Malignant or uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines. I guess, I guess would be like another original one. Um, but yeah, we haven't had a lot of original properties, and this one I think super original. Uh, really fun. Uh, the twist I did not see coming, but it's one of those things. It it brought back one of my favorite feelings in the world, which is when you come out of the movie and you have that little conversation afterwards, like, "Oh my god, like, did you see this coming?" Or like, you start to notice like the little details. Um, that's like my favorite part of going to the movies, man. So, uh, so the fact that this movie gave that to me again, it was great. So. And I don't want to compare it to like another mystery or like another horror or, or say like, oh, this wasn't scary because maybe it's not scary. But 
what it does, it does it well. Is it one of the all-time greats? Is it going to be an Oscar? Is it going to be like, uh, like it's going to be on, on year-end list? I don't know. Probably not. But to me, who really appreciates seeing new original properties and uh, uh, really creative people trying new things, hell, I'll give them props even when it fails. And I don't think this one's a fail. Um, what's called this movie? It, so that twist real quick. I did not see that. That made me go, what the fuck? Nikki saw it coming a mile away. I don't know how. I, I really don't know how when Nikki saw it coming a mile away. Uh, I, I kind of, I pieced it together afterwards, like like uh, after it's revealed that she's both, that she sat, that the, the woman renting her the apartment is not only she's the killer, but she's Sandy as well. Um, I went back and I, and I thought like, okay, what were the hints? Where could we see this happening? And then it hit me. The moment when she's renting her the apartment, she tells her like, oh, there's this French bakery next door. It's always going to smell like garlic. I thought the same fucking thing after the fact. I was like, I had to hide the bodies. Yeah. Like they're, they were there the entire time. I'm not going to lie, though. I didn't like the fact that they were like, help us. Wait, you guys are a bunch of dudes that used to prostitute. Am I supposed to feel sorry for you? That's why she that, that's why she doesn't feel bad. She, they, they tell her, help her, help us. And she goes, no. And then Sandy walks in. And that's what she, and that's what she goes. I'm not going to save you and I'm not going to save them. And they, they, they just restored, retort to burning down the, the house. Happy she... endings for all them white girls. Um, no, okay, so Sorry. Can, can I drop like what ifs or is that not fair? I mean, if you're gonna be like this movie could have been as good because I have this this head cannon, then I don't think it's fair. If you no, wanna no. do like your own, like no, oh, I want to pitch it. Just this to... happen. No, okay. I want to pitch it. Like, what if this or what if that had happened? I'm not gonna say this. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. But afterwards, like, I think this movie did something very rare mm-hmm. for me personally. It got me thinking. It got me going full creative. You know what I mean? Like when you read a book or you read a mo- or you watch a movie and it makes you start going, what if this, what if this, what if this? And like you start outputting yeah. a lot of creative shit. Mm-hmm. This movie inspired me in that and in, in that manner, I guess. So like we thought about like what if what if it had gone one of two ways? One, it was a uh have you ever heard of the movie Frequency? No. Okay, so it's an old movie. I love this movie though. It's from the early 2000s. Essentially what it is, is uh, there's a guy in the modern day and uh, he's via radio, via an old school handheld radio. Somehow he's able to communicate with his father 25 years in the past. And they're able to talk to each other and they, they're the whole movie is them solving a crime and him trying to save his dad's life. And in the end, he manages to save his dad's life. He's about to get murdered by the killer. But everything changes and his dad's still alive and he shoots the killer with a shotgun. He's like, oh, it's been a while. And they have all these new memories now of being together. His dad didn't die young. He didn't die in the fire. Right? Happy movie, right? I thought it was going to go in that way where she was going to try to prevent Sandy's death. Or on the other side of the coin, I thought it was going to be where Sandy was killed 
and she's trying to find the killer. And like she's like witnessing Sandy's life, trying to piece together what happens. And what if John had she tells John how crazy this sounds? He's just like, fuck it, I'm in it with you. Let's go. And like they're slowly trying to piece together who it could have been. And imagine instead of like one old guy, there's like four of them. And like one of them was the pimp, one of them was the cop, two of them were the other Johns. And it's like, who killed her or why did they kill her? And the blah blah blah. Does that make sense? Like, what have yeah. I gone in one of the, either one of those two directions? It got me thinking of like other murder mysteries, how stories could be portrayed, how does, have they ever been portrayed in this manner? Just inspired me. And again, it's not a fair criticism of this movie for what it could have been, but like it there's no denying they got the fucking creative juices flowing. Like I was thinking about all these what ifs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see I can see where, where, where that's coming from. You know, we see a property that maybe we don't we see we kind of want want to put ourselves there and just and just be like, what, what would I do in that situation? What would I change? Um, but man, there were just a lot of moments this movie that really fucking worked with me. Okay, that that like three part uh jump scare where she goes to reach for the alarm clock mm-hmm. and like a hand just grabs her and it happens like two or three times i fucks with that okay that i love that i love those kind of shots i, lo- I love the, the, those kinds of scenes uh the way they recreated uh, the 60s is great too uh how they portrayed this struggling artist Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we're finally getting stories about characters that are not either super grown adults or teenagers in high school. Mm-hmm. We're getting either college or young adult stories. These are great. Mm-hmm. Um, things like this, things like uh, the anime rent a girlfriend or like uh, we're getting more stuff or, or like uh, seeing yesterday for me, like we're getting more properties that are with characters that are like between, uh, you know, uh, young adults and adults. And yeah. I like that. Not not a kid, but not a fully an adult. You're in that weird college in between where you're trying yeah. to transition like in that manner. Yeah, like it's it's a weird time. Like like uh, look at the people look at the people in your social circle. Mm-hmm. Like some people are still in school, some people are getting their first job, some people are married, some people have kids already. I have I have a friend that I went to college that has three kids already. I don't know how she fucking handles that, but like yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's weird, man. And uh, we need more stories like that. And this one, th- this was a cool one. Uh, Matt Smith, uh, who's a great talent, and and he's he's been proving it on like uh, the Crown, and 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 he's he was great in this. He was uh, he was terrible in uh, Terminator Genesis, but everyone was terrible in that. And uh, who I have loved since he was the Doctor in Doctor Who. Um, what a talent. How can you be the doctor and then be this character? Because this is like, if you were Ted Lasso and then you were this character, <laughs> like total complete opposites. And I, I, could, yeah. I could see, I could see Jason Sudeikis playing like a really great villain. Uh, he, he has played a better. Remember that movie with, with him and Anne Hathaway where they, where they control like giant kaijus? Yeah, but he's more like a... He's a dick in that one. Yeah. I don't remember it all that well. It was um gigantic. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, but he makes you feel bad for him. But it turns out he's a, he's still a dick when he's an alcoholic. 
Nah, he's a piece of shit. And then that movie. Also, I did you see? God, that that movie existed. It's such a forgotten, like, little movie that's actually like pretty well done. And uh, and then the, the no colossal. It was called Colossal. I'm sorry. Colossal. And uh, this is such a stupid movie that I, I I think I'm the only person that remembers it. There's a really dumb movie from like the 2000s called What Happens in Vegas. And Wait, it stars, fuck it, it Ashley Kutcher. Yeah, and Cameron and Diaz. Yes, yes, and uh, Jason Sudeikis plays the ex husband the ex fiance of Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. and he's an asshole in that one too. And uh, at at the end of the movie, there's a scene where like uh, Lake Bell shows up at her at his apartment. He opens the door, and she just hits him like square in the nuts. <laughs> and you know what you did? Yeah, he just falls the floor. He's like, "What happened?" He, why and he's just she's just like you know why and that's like the best part of the movie and now we all love jason sudeikis so it's like so we all feel bad about that it's weird uh, he he really did earn our our love and respect with ted lasso now what's he gonna do with his power that's for us to find out <laughs> and for only for yo, him to know yo i've loved him since, since snl like I, have you ever seen the uh the uh taco town commercial no Okay, I'm I'm gonna show it to you after the show because like it's one of my favorite SNL sketches. <laughs> it's a commercial for like a ta- for like a Mexican place in the US, but it's like it's it fills up all the stereotypes wonderfully. And it features like a super young Sudeikis, a super young Bill Hader, and a super young Andy Samberg. And uh it's great. I'll I'll show it to you after the show. I need to see Back to this, this movie. Uh <laughs> Matt Smith is great he's terrifying in this but he's he's really good in this i don't watch the crown but my mom watches a crown and she's like oh my god he's he's evil and shit um the crown is the show that you know all of our moms watch and then you know they tell you oh it's so good You're like yeah sure i'll just hear something <laughs> i i think i got up to episode five and i was like fuck this show <laughs> the most trying expensive to force sh- I was the most to expensive force show in netflix history there but it is. The most expensive show ever, though, was uh, was Game of Thrones, no? No, but uh, I, I meant the, like, made by Netflix. Like, the most expensive oh. Netflix production, like, ever. Man, they've got money to spare. They offered fucking... They offered Warner Brothers um, a quarter of a billion dollars for Godzilla vs. Kong. They were like, just give it to us, and we'll fucking air it on Netflix, and we'll give you a quarter billion dollars. And HBO was like, mm, nah. And we still watched it, like, on HBO. Okay, yeah, then the, the we can cut all this. <laughs> because this show is more than just a review show. This is a show about growing up with friends and movies. Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm, a, fr- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a firm believer in, uh, in that quote by, uh, by a, what the fuck is his face called? Um, Kyle? Uh, no. <laughs> no regrets no uh there's there's a quote by like by the great movie critic roger ebert where he said movies are empathy machines and i i genuinely believe that so in a way that's what this show is as well so last night in soho um it's great it's fucking fantastic and uh yeah i kind of don't have a lot to say because i just i just like go watch it this is like one of the most original movies we've seen this year Crack my top 10 like immediately. 
You know, I just realized this movie reminds me a lot of like Last Night in Chinatown, sort of. I don't think I've seen that. It's good. Or uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Like it's I also haven't seen that. It's, uh, are, are, are these like noirs or like yeah yeah they're crime noirs but um they, both are really really fucking good movies it's just like yeah it feels like a crime noir like old school epic like big cities follows you up and spits you out like it's i like those movies i, I like those like crime thrillers when it feels old school in that way um it feels like a worthy movie to those names i like it you know what i feel like i've seen I've been meaning to like research this. I've seen a million noir parodies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen like the what the real one or like I don't think I've seen like what they're parodying. A, a proper noir? Yeah, I feel like I've seen a million parodies and I love them. Like just the way they talk or like the way that they act like it's so they take it so seriously. But, but like I don't think I've ever seen like an actual real one. Um, um, I mean, are, yeah. Shit, like, are you sure? That makes sense. <laughs> are you sure you want to do that to yourself, though? Like, you're you're in for like possibly a rude awakening. It's possible, but I think it's my duty as like a movie fan to like take that trip. Um, there's a group of like uh of uh of people on YouTube. They'll call ship. They're called a uh, shipwreck comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they do like short short films and like sketches and, and things like that, and they did like a parody of like a noir film. It's called uh, the Case of the Gilded Lily, and it's so funny. Like it's stupidly funny because it takes itself so seriously. There's like a scene where like the main detect detectives is like the the girl, like the singer at, at the lounge, like you know the typical scene, and like. He says, like, to himself in his head, like, you can hear his thoughts, and he goes, like, oh, my God, a mission. Like, uh, like he's just describing her, like, her eyes, her face, her hair. And then there's another guy that's next to him, and then you can hear his thoughts going, they're extensions. Like, <laughs> like, like, answering him. And, like, it's never brought up again. Like, like he just goes, like, like, oh, my God, a dame, a vision. Like, her hair, like, flows through her, through her, through her body, like, a waterfall. And the guy's, like, they're extensions. Oh, and she just goes, like. I, I kind of want to see that, though, now. I kind of want to see that, though. It's really dumb and really funny. And uh, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen, like, I, I, and I don't think this, this one counts. Like, this is not a proper noir film. Like It's, it's not just, a proper it has, noir, but it has that, like, It has touch. elements. Yeah. It has elements of it, yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. What are your final thoughts on this movie? It's fantastic. It's really fun. It's imaginative. It's creative. It's uh, it's fun. And uh, it's original. The performances are great. Anna Taylor-Joy might be, is, is becoming very quickly like one of our... We haven't had like a caliber, like that caliber of like movie star or like you know she she can do everything like she's she's doing movies tv she's doing uh she she we now see that she can sing we now see that she can dance like she was fucking great in snl too like she's really becoming like a very young big name and big star and i cannot wait to see what she does next 
because uh, she's becoming great. Thomas and McKenzie, she was great in Jojo Rabbit. I'm so glad that she, you know, she's keeping that 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 momentum. Mm-hmm. And Edgar Wright is it's a fucking great. He's one of the best directors working right now, and I'm so glad that I got to see another movie from him. So I love this movie. I give it a I give it an eight point seven out of ten. Well, what do you think? They already announced uh, the follow-up movie is going to be uh, Last Night in Jersey. Like, what are you anticipating? They're doing a that? sequel? Yeah. I had no idea. He already announced it, Last Night in Jersey. I had no idea. Anything crazy. can happen in the Bronx. <laughs> They're not too... I'm sorry. I was just so curious that I you were would... bullshit over that. I was this no, I wouldn't do that because you know I already did it last episode when I called you out on like the Ted Lasso thing being fake. Uh, uh, I, 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 I had no, I, 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 I actually thought they were a real team though. Like I wasn't gonna buy a jersey. I was like, they have to be real. Look at the website. <laughs> and then I actually started looking at the website. I'm like, oh wait, the articles are about fucking Ted. <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna do that. And. If they had been making a sequel, I would be upset. Like, don't do it. Go to something else. Like, do do fucking do a western. Like, I don't know. He might though. Actually, like he. Oh, well, I don't know. Was World End? Was the World End a western sort of? I guess it's the closest thing. I was gonna say do a romantic comedy, but in a weird way, in like a cosmic way, kind of way. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead is kind of a romantic comedy. It is a romantic comedy. Hey, the world can burn. I, you, I still got you, and you still got me. And and Scott Pilgrim, kind of as well. So I think Scott Pilgrim is more of a tale of the, like self respect. Remember, like in the end, Scott, Scott earned the, the power, power, the power of self respect. Yes, God, the mightiest sword of all. And he like stops knives from punching. What's your face, Ramona? Ramona. Do you know? Do you know who's that voice? The no. Scott has earned the power of self. That's Bill Hader. <laughs> what really? Yeah, he's also he's also him at like he's also the voice like at the start when like at the start of the movie where it says like in the like in the winter of 2011 Scott Pilgrim was dating a high schooler like that that's also him. Um, Yeah, the movies all of his movies are always like star started. So yeah, everyone wants to work with Edgar Wright. You know, it's weird. This movie was really a commercial bomb, though. Like, it cost, I think, almost $50 million to make, and it barely, like, scratched. I don't even think it scratched $10 million. Stop No, no, no. The, the... Last Night in Soho? Last Night in Soho, yeah. Well, they're still COVID numbers. They're still COVID numbers. And, and, and this one is not in a streaming service yet. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to suffer because of that. But the thing about Edgar Wright is that he's a cult director. Yeah. Like he has a he has a built-in audience that are going to show up for his stuff and they're going to continue showing up for his stuff. And all this movie had to do is please that crowd and maybe bring in a couple of newcomers. And really that's all it, that, that's all it needed to do. And I but think like, it succeeds in both. But like do you think it damages his reputation? Like do you think he'll do you think he'll have any trouble getting another big budget movie? Cuz I assume cuz I assume like this movie he's like I'm Edgar fucking right. Write me a check. Not at all. I don't no, think this is going to hurt him at all. On the contrary. I think uh, all of his movies are like critical darlings. Mm-hmm. Like they receive really good critical scores. Mm-hmm. And yeah, people didn't show up for Scott Pilgrim because it was a weird movie that it's really hard to market. Like how the fuck do you market that? Because uh, it's such a niche, weird thing. And... Mm-hmm. But I think anyone who watches that movie will tell you, like, this is a fucking 
riot mm-hmm. and uh same thing with baby driver same thing with with this one i think um they're gonna coexist in like its own little landscape and its own little little ecosystem of like people that fucking love it go right and i don't think it's gonna lose any fans and mm-hmm. i think the studios see that and, and they're like yo you're record fucking right like whatever you do is gonna be at least fun and like people will show up for that so some people say like, oh, I, I really wanted to see what he was going to do with Ant-Man. I think what he was trying to do with Ant-Man, they kept it. And there were some things that were straight up not going to work. And that's why he, he's not there. Would I have loved to have seen that vision? Absolutely. But I think if we got Baby Driver and we got this, mm-hmm. I'm happy either way. So all good stuff. I loved it. You? I like this movie. I want to love this movie, but I like this movie. And it's not fair. I can't love it because of what all these ideas it's given me. And it's like, what if they had done this? What if they had done that? And that's unfair. Admittedly, that's unfair. But I can't stop not being like, there's so much they could have done with this. And it's not fair, but I know. Fucking B. Yeah. Also, also, um, rest in peace to... um... What's her name? Uh, Diana Rigg, who was the woman that rented the apartment. She passed away earlier this year. And uh, this was her last movie. And she had a fucking long ass career spanning since the 60s. She was in Game of Thrones. And uh, yeah, so like rest in peace. She did a great performance in this one, I think. Wow. I I did not know that at all. Well, yeah. she, she's the one that burns down in the apartment, right? Just like, you know, I'm not going to go. They're not going to take yeah. me to jail. And like yeah. she just sits on the bed and lets everything burn around her. Yeah. Oh, she's fucking great. Um, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, you can check out all of our reviews. They're available on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Wherever you get your podcast, we are there. Uh, you can check out, we do movie reviews, we do show reviews. Sometimes it'll be one of us, sometimes it'll be three of us, sometimes there'll be guests, but it will always be honest. We can guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, folks, I don't know. Do me a favor. Look at your phone, right? Look, look at your phone. There should be a big button there that says subscribe. Press that fucking button. All right. And then once you're done listening to this review, go listen to another review. And then another one. And then another one. Another. And, then, and, and then you'll have some, like, good opinions now. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Like and subscribe. Thanks for joining us. My name is Chema. And I've been Eddie. And this was, was the, the rollback. rollback. With a reminder. Off, with a reminder to not to every time you get a drink from a stranger, watch it. Or you know what? Just don't accept it. You know, you never know what's gonna be in it, even if it's tea from an old lady. What if it's water? I have nothing. Bye, everybody. They can't all be gold mines.